Hey everyone! Before we get started, I just want to let you know that your input can directly make our shows better. One of the biggest ways to support your favorite shows here is by rating and commenting on iTunes. All of our shows are available in Apple Podcast form on iTunes, and all you have to do is search for AfterBuzz and your favorite show title. Once you're there, leave the show a rating and a comment on why you like the show or any comments you have for the hosts. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to continue to bring you the best shows we possibly can. Heavy is the crown this season, season two of The Crown, right here. Check out episodes three and four with us. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Royals is an appropriate song. Okay. Because it would be something like about a queen if it was this season was only about the queen. Right. But this Mm. season is so about the entire family that I feel like Royals. Exactly. I feel you. I I like this pick. I like it. I'm I'm glad you guys think that because you're new to the panel. So you don't really have a choice. But I would love to introduce... I would love to introduce the new members of the panel. We're so used to being alone. Yes. But this year, we have two additional members to the Crown Panel. Exactly. Would you like to introduce yeah. yourself? Hey, everyone. My name's Alina Vision. You can follow me on all social media at Alina Vision. And I'm super excited to join the panel. This is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I feel like you're excited. that voice is an excited voice. Is, <laughs> you definitely should be a radio DJ. And then, of course, to her right. Hey, guys. What's up? My name is Nakia Monet. And you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. Don't judge my name. I'm really happy to be here with you guys. I'm excited. You know, yeah, I love usually I'd be like, Kiki Boom Boom. What? <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Sahai. You can find me on all social media at Say Hi Sahai. And that's right. And I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran all across the panel. Uh, Say Hi and I are uh, Elizabeth and Philip on this <laughs> yes. panel. This is uh-huh. us. Like, and now we have two additional members. <laughs> and let's have fun with this season, uh, episodes three and four Ooh. Lisbon and Beryl. Mm, yes. I love them. I Did you love them? I, I really love them. I'll, we'll start with episode three. Episode four was really my I was going to say four was my favorite. But, yes, but, you know, yes. you told me to pace That's myself last time. Four was the Solange Beyonce yes. episode I was where like, all the girls were like, yeah. yeah. I was like, come was through, like, baby no. Margaret. It's mm-hmm. your time to shine. Yes. Exactly. And that is she the thing. Is the black sheep and the rebel of the thing. Yes. She is. But let's start with uh, episode three, yes. which is lesbian. And I, I wrote something down because I think that there are many stories in each episode besides just history and politics which we're all of course aware of there's the story of Elizabeth the Queen right where the story of Elizabeth the person mm-hmm. there's the story of Philip the Duke right. the story of Philip the person mm-hmm. and the love story of Elizabeth and Philip which obviously is tormented to some mm-hmm. extent the hate story of Mike and Aline and um, the story in the rise and fall of Anthony Eden which we also yeah. see in this oh, episode hashtag yeah. karma yeah. Yeah. and yeah. the <laughs> most important one is the story of the crown and I like how you brought up karma because if you remember leaving season uh, episode two, we realized that Anthony Eden, in his own haste for power, colluded with Israel and France mm-hmm. to the falter and failure of the Suez Canal affair, which leaves Britain, which is the world's foremost superpower, right. in, a, in an even more precarious situation. And leads, of course, to the United States rise as the reigning superpower up till today. We'll right. see what happens. <laughs> but as of right now, yes. so what did you guys get from the overallness of episode three? 
Well, first of all, Anthony should not have gone to Jamaica. Um, okay. Right. And <laughs> it, it, what amazed me was how... Okay, those are my people, as I said last yeah. year. So, but you see how his all his homies turned against him. And he was so mad. I thought he was going to make himself sick again. Mm-hmm. How upset he got upon his return, seeing that all the cabinet was basically like, um, it's time for you to be out. Just like how he kind of wanted Churchill out. Yes. Then mm-hmm. here he goes car- with karma again. Yep. Being pushed out, exactly being pushed out by his own peers that initially supported him. So that well, they actually egged him on, and that's what was interesting. I smiled. (laughs) <laughs> only because I'm just here for karma and people treating people the right way and whatever your thoughts and views were of, of Winston Churchill mm-hmm. it's like no one had his back right. and when Anthony came in he thought that they were going to have his back and it was like no you gotta go and it's like no one stood up for him no one had his back so I thought that was karma that was definitely he karma. did he did shady things he's so yes, shady very much so. but did he though see in the realms of the show sure but in the realms of politics there are no friends or permanent enemies in politics that's true. and, and that's what business. one of the cabinet members did say there's, right. there's no justice in politics there is no right. justice in politics right. and that's because it's all about the moment especially yes. what's the best for me and what's the best for us simultaneously so we see that Harold McMillan takes that mantle and mm-hmm. he actually is the first person who was egging on Anthony right. Eden, and then he was the first person to be like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> like, because it worked to his advantage like, he was like exactly. I'm about to move up see ya yeah. about to be the new prime minister exactly because that is the role of the prime minister it's mm-hmm. you're the lead so your decision's the one that matters right. everyone else is really basing it on your decision right and you guys all think all three of you <laughs> all three of uh-huh. you what now believe that Anthony deserved his fall from grace? You know what I think? I think if he wasn't so shady to Winston Churchill and treated him the way he did, I think it would have been a different feeling. I probably would have felt bad, like, damn, this is kind of messed up. You know, he... To him, he thinks he's doing his job. But I think the way he treated Churchill, who he worked under, it was just like, come on. Right. Do we feel bad for you, Anthony? And it's not that I don't feel bad for him, but it's like, I feel like Elizabeth kind of had an inkling that something was wrong and I like the way she handled it. She, yeah. When he mm-hmm. approached her and said, I have to put in my resignation, she was like, I just need you to take responsibility for your actions. And she was like, listen, I get it. Like You you wanted to make an impact. I see what you were trying to do. Just own up to it and move on. And, exactly. and it shows that she may not have deliberately agreed to I mean, she did support him, but she also saw the bigger picture. You know, she may not have understood the what the whole situation was going to do to the country as a whole at the time, but she understood afterwards, like, listen, just just own up to it and move yeah. on. Right. She was she, very empathetic. She was empathetic mm-hmm. towards what his justification for the attack was, not just politically, right. but personally. She actually said, uh, history is not made by those who do nothing. I loved and that I line. I really loved that mm-hmm. line. I think it showed her empathy, but also her understanding that, like, you know, you got to do something. Well, then exactly. someone yeah. should have told Elizabeth yeah. about sit-downs and protests. Anyway, <laughs> here's the thing about Anthony Eden. He goes to Jamaica, comes back, and mm. the press is out to kill him. Mm-hmm. People are booing him. Mm-hmm. No one is happy with him. Do you feel that Anthony Eden's trip to Jamaica egged this on? Definitely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. here it is. Everyone's freezing cold. They don't have any gas for their cars. Mm-hmm. The shelves are empty. And Anthony is in having fun in the sun, you know, eating and drinking pina coladas. Sounds familiar. <laughs> um, I don't know how I know about those things. but uh, <laughs> So, yes, and it, like similar situations. Yeah, yeah. We, and that's what I love about the show. Like, historically, we see that history definitely yeah. repeats itself. Right. 
And for me, I'm watching as someone watching this show, which is a, a, a representation of historical, like an interpretation of, of the historical facts. So that's kind of what I base it on because I'm not a historian per se, mm-hmm. but it, it, I definitely see the similarities, which is great. Similarities of what's happening now. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to get deported. so. I <laughs> but let's go on to the beginnings of where we see Elizabeth come in. We mm-hmm. see Elizabeth, and we actually see more of the children so far. So we see more of Charles. We see more of Anne. We also learn that Elizabeth at the end wants more children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I found that very interesting. Well, why? Because, uh, uh, now we're going to the next episode four. Are you okay? No, no, no. Okay. Are you seeing it in episode four? Because <laughs> I want it. Okay. So, well, the, ah. the, the explanation about how it affects her and her reasoning for wanting kids sure. is in episode four. So right. that's what I... So okay. I'll hold on. Okay. I'll this hold time, on. No, no. I'll allow... You'll allow me to? We'll allow. Okay. Um, when Mike was talking to Prince Philip and saying, listen, when you, it, of course she's going to want more children because when she looks at Charles, it's, it's, it's like looking at death because in order for him to, right. to rise, she has to die. So her relationship with her own son is not very, it's very traditional. Cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very it was very cold. cold. And that's what I've, I've mm-hmm. noticed that the entire show. And I thought, right. I saw it at the first two episodes yeah. she warmed up a little bit right. but now it explained exactly why she was colder but I, I initially thought she just wasn't able to show love right. to her children right. but now I see why there that's was why I reason. love this scene when she's with the kids and she's mm-hmm. it's a little playful but she's teaching in the, beginning. She, in the beginning in the beginning and she's talking about where dad is at that moment so yes. I love seeing that because it showed like a human side to Elizabeth right. a little bit with the kids right and knowing how cold she was to Charles I thought it was adorable see, but even I took at that, that scene I took that scene yeah, differently yeah. they even at that, she was shown with them, yeah. but it still wasn't as warm, I feel, as like how, like how, right. how Philip is with well, them. Well, of course, exactly. they're still part of the, the royal family. There's still, right. still protocols and everything. Right. But what I saw in that scene wasn't so much her motherly affection, but her growth as a person who's actually learning about geography, something mm-hmm. she wasn't really well-versed in. She's learning about, right. and also keeping tabs on her man. Like, okay. oh, no, right. daddy's here. <laughs> I mean, this it is, is her kingdom. This is checking in, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, daddy's here. But, and but <laughs> and do, it better be by himself. Right, well. <laughs> But I like that she's like, can you put the picture by their bed so they can remember what dad looks yes, like when he comes home? Definitely. Like, and but you know, she used the globe and I I I remember in season one it was imp- she requested to have additional education. Her mother mm-hmm. didn't think it was important to her. So unlike with her sister, I read that they were like, oh, she's the youngest one. She's never going to be on the throne. She doesn't really need to learn much. Uh, education continues to be an important theme for Elizabeth. So yes. we do see her her knowledge grow. I like that. Which probably sets a precedent for uh, women of the era. Yeah. Is right. that this modern queen is doing very modern things. Yes. And we mm-hmm. see a growth of very strong British women coming to the culmination of a prime minister, Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Right. Who would have ever mm-hmm. thought that the prime minister of the UK would be a woman? Right. And now we see where this this generation of strength came from. When we see Elizabeth as the person, right? Mm-hmm. The jealous wife. Mm-hmm. And we see this video that Philip sends home and we see her actually look at her husband and she's smitten by him. Mm-hmm. Right. Crushing. Right. Because this is pre Thirsty. pre-learning about the Parker divorce. Yeah. Yes. So, and she's like looking at me. He looks different because he's grown up he's in the beard. Beard. <laughs> He looks handsome. Yeah. 
But you see how her demeanor changes like it after does. she finds out about the divorce versus before. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's looking at him on screen and I felt a little tingly on the inside for her because she's like kind of lusting and after him. And she misses him, you know? Yeah. He's been gone for a long time. Absence makes a heart grow fonder. Right. Hashtag beard, you know. Yeah. No shave November. He beard, was he was like on his crims. <laughs> Chris Kim's like, was like, was like, like, like Thor. <laughs> playing with the big penguins. And right. she was like, and I love seeing that side of her, like kind of lusting after her husband and showing emotion. Yeah, but it's like with him sometimes, she can be angry, but she also is like a giddy schoolgirl right. sometimes. Yes. He has like this power over her mm-hmm. and he knows it and he uses it to his advantage at times. Yeah. But it was sweet to see her like soften up and show that side again. Because mm-hmm. I think she sometimes forgets that that's in her. Sometimes. Yeah, right. And we furthermore see their relationship change, as we mentioned, when the divorce of the Parkers is brought up and it becomes a scandal. Mm-hmm. And he's involved because she goes, reads the letters, Ooh. asks Eileen to hold off, <laughs> and she doesn't. <laughs> yes. And when she read those letters, I have seen that face yep. on girls who swipe left on my <laughs> pictures. Like, I told you not to swipe left. It's like she was shaking her yeah. face. Hell have no fury. I mean, I'm like, she's going to kill Philip. That. What I loved is that when um, she was being told about the situation and they were like, Mrs. Parker, she was like, no, Eileen. You know, right. it showed that the, this this used to be her homie. Mm-hmm. They used to go grocery shopping together. This yeah. wasn't just an, a, a random woman. So she, right. this story really hit close to home for her. Sure, but mm-hmm. even at the house... Elizabeth was a little uncomfortable being there. Like, it was like normal. Yeah, she like, was. I'm not because touching Because she's the that. queen now. I know, I know people that come over to people's houses like that. Like, I do that. She, it looks like she I'm saw roaches. Because she was in the living room. Yeah, she, exactly. had, she was clutching her bag in the living room. Yeah. Like, all right, now. Yeah. But because, you know why? Because it wasn't Malta, like, it, back in the day. Right. They were, she's the queen now. She's not, you know, she's not Lilibeth back yeah. in, like she was right. back then. So we see her, and she pleads Eileen, and Eileen, of course, denies her request and and even blames her and says something to her that I feel may or may not have awoken something in her. Mm. Says, you don't even know your effect on the couple's and the marriages right. of the people who are in your service. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, she Oof. said that she held off on filing this earlier yes. because of the situation with Margaret and uh, Group Captain Townsend, that affair. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like back-to-back scandals. And she's like, some people may want to deal with the humiliation, but I won't. And Elizabeth's face. That face. Yes. Like, that was a jab. That was, that was a jab, jab. Elizabeth. It was, it was really a, a jab. Total jab. But she kept her composure. It's like, what are you going to say as queen? You can't <sighs> go off. You know, she's very prim and proper. Right. And she kept her composure, but you could to- totally tell that that like flipped a switch in her. Like, definitely. okay, it definitely. Well, I can't be humiliated. Like, flipping this. switches. <laughs> uh huh. We have a situation where now we see that the episode one beginning scene comes to fruition. We yes. see the entirety yes. of that scene. The wraparound, and it's the it's what accumulates in this episode. We see her smitten. We see her distraught. Mm-hmm. We see her jealous. Yes. We see her angry. Yes. And now we see the fifth stage of acceptance. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And they have the conversation about the agreement. That was tough and sad at that the was. same time. But I also like seeing her strong because I like I the too. way she fights. She wasn't emotional. She wasn't crying. She was just like, listen, She's logical you're, about you're it. annoying. You're you're just complaining. Yeah, like, like, let's move past this. Let's let's be logical. She's yeah, like, she right. argue, argues in a very logical way. She's and very not a very result about yeah. it. Yeah. She took charge. She's like, look, what do I have to do for you? Like, to be okay for you to stay. Right. And he was being, you know, feeling. It was a very Keisha Cole moment, I feel like. Keisha Cole. Like, every line she would throw, yeah. he's like, divorce. 
Can't happen. No. no. I'm like, mm-hmm. can't work with her a little bit. But it was a little sad because you have this couple who they were in love with each other at first and now right. it's come to that point where they're now on separate ends of the couches and she's like, What's the like what can we write in this deal? Well, what, what will make you happy? And it was just the title of him becoming a prince. Isn't that amazing? Which is like, Well, it wasn't just the title. It's right. what the title meant. It's exactly. respect. R E S P E C T Because his son was a higher station than yes. him. And, that was very interesting. Right. And he couldn't mm-hmm. give them their last his last name, so you right. know, he felt that was away. very interesting. Right. And then the people the employees didn't respect him as much as Philip. He was like, let them shave the mustaches off, please. (laughs) And all three of those things are great, excellent points because it was very interesting to see Philip. And now I can understand and relate. Now, personally, I would have been like... (laughs) Call me Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Like, I would be your kick side your, piece. I, kick like, this, it's not like, like you've got the like, life of leisure. Exactly. Like, Hello. <laughs> you are, you're my good. My boo is the queen. Right. My kids are next in line. I'm living the life. And we get mad at a lot of women at times. As the, mm-hmm. We get mad at women who aren't living that life. Like, right. well, you know, you're with Tiger. Just let them live. Right. right. Yeah. Like, we see that. And so it's interesting to see it flipped in that reversal. Right. And and it, how emasculated he felt. Right. And wasn't was it? I think it was in this episode where he was like, "You don't know the humiliation." And she was like, "Oh yes, I, I do." Like, oh, I don't know. She goes, <laughs> I, "I don't know about humiliation." Right. Like and you tried I, it, Philip. Yeah. Ninety five percent sure she used the word nigga. Like ninety five. But it shows you how like he can't see things from her perspective. Right. He's yes. so in his feelings and and thinking about it's himself about him. and right. a little bit selfish. Yeah. I get where I do get where he's coming from because he is human and. I right. get everything, but sure. like you said, and he, he right hasn't looked way. at it from right. her point of view. Yeah. And the position she's in that she ultimately didn't really want to be there mm-hmm. and she was kind of passed down to her. So it's like, you have to work with me. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Saha, you mentioned last week. Yeah. He was prepped for this. Exactly. He was. Sorry. Her daddy told him. He agreed to it. Yeah. Also, yes, he went into the marriage thinking they were going to have a very traditional right. lifestyle. But you got to go with the flow. Yeah. You were. Yes. Was he not on a naval ship? Like, he should be able to go with the ups and down and move with the waves. So. And like you said, the dad, her father warned him. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the point where you're like, either I'm going to run or... I'm I'm gonna be into this, but when the king is warning you, like, right. look, bro, she's the job, yeah. Just because she's a woman, she's about to be the queen. Exactly. Right. Are you ready for this? And it's like it made your life better. Like, I mean, right. yes, you had she added responsibilities, <laughs> but y'all had a you got a bigger home, traveled the world. Like mm-hmm. it 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 made you have more of a and it reinstated your power. Yeah, right? exactly. It's not like your family was still in power and. I'm not a big advocate of blaming the victim. Right. Mm-hmm. The victims shouldn't be blamed. And clearly, at some point, he's a victim. But but the way I feel is, if you date R. Kelly now, it's your fault. Like, you knew. <laughs> I just you said knew. to my coworker, I said, if I, because we were talking about something random, and I'm like, if I went and date R. Kelly or Chris Brown or whoever. Right. Now. You know you what know. you're getting into. You know what you're fault. getting And this is what's happening with <laughs> Philip. He yes. knew. He insisted. He thought... This was going to happen. He right. was told it is not. Right. Right. And now he has become a complaining, nagging. He has taken that role reversal that mm-hmm. often men right. complain about their women. He has become that. Yes. Right. So, and you kind of want to feel you want to feel bad for Philip because right. he's human and you get it. But because he's nagging so much, you're like, oh, Philip, just be quiet. Just, just chill. Exactly. Just, chill. Like, just live the life. But do you guys think his request to, I'm, I'm not sure if it was called a coronation as well, right. but for him to mm-hmm. get this new title, that was a huge yeah. request. I mean, they had the whole 
whole ceremony, he looked uncomfortable, but that's yeah. a huge that ass. Huge. I mean, the look she even gave him right. after she crowned him, and he felt it because when he's looking in the crowd, he felt like, okay, I don't really belong, but even, I'm here. Yeah, when he's taking the picture, you could tell. It's like, does that really make you fully happy? Right. You know, right. was he really fully happy after he got what he wanted? Right. It's like there's still that emptiness or something that's in there. That he's not fulfilled. Yeah, I know. And then and was it this episode where we they celebrated their ten ten year anniversary? No, that's episode like, four. Okay, yeah, holding on. So, <laughs> the last point about their relationship mm-hmm. comes to the title of the episode, which is Lisbon, because mm-hmm. that's where they are reunited. And mm-hmm. Elizabeth is sent there a day early, mm-hmm. and sh- he is sent instructions Ooh. on how to act and how to dress. <laughs> and they are sent to the she admiral is. and not to him. Yeah. I'm like, can this list be sent to every man? <laughs> and that is why I called it the Keisha Cole moment. You're gonna Look, wear this. Must wear <laughs> yeah. tie with hearts on with it. with heart yeah. and a, and hat. Mm-hmm. No and then you question. Take it off. Okay, when you're coming up. Thank you. And like yeah. you said, it was sent to the admiral. It wasn't even sent to him, and he, you can tell he was pissed off about that. Well, was she, she was. She was. She was mad too. He stepped so. on that plane, and she gave. It's like you, she wanted to greet him because that's her husband, and she missed him. But you could tell for like two seconds she was like, no, because like, she was like, in boss mode, me. right? Yeah. <laughs> but can we talk about how he had to fire his boy? Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. We're oh, gonna get into to the go. Mike Parker. Okay. We're gonna get into we're the Mike Parker. I just want to finish everything with Queen Elizabeth and Philip because that's the center of a lot of the tension and climactic parts of the episode. Yeah. So I want to make sure that we get all that out of the way because okay. we will discuss okay. some Mike Parker. Ooh, Ooh. Mike Parker. For, right, Mike Parker <laughs> is forced to resign because the scandal comes out. He mm-hmm. walks into the room and he tries to... He tries to butter it exactly. up. Exactly. Like, we still good, yo. Yeah. We still good. <laughs> right. hours. That's, good. <laughs> That's what they told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're cool, right? And Philip, of course, has to force his friend to resign. Smart mm-hmm. move. He, he says, says there's no room for scandal. No, no room for mistakes, no room for scandal, no room for humanity Oof. in the crowd. Uh, that's mm-hmm. tough. That's tough. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> that is real. Though. And to me, when I saw him do that, I was like, okay, now you're getting it. You right. also understand that, like yeah. your wife, you have to do what needs to be done to protect this position. Exactly. Right. Well, I also feel like, look, as a man... <laughs> the only man on the uh-huh. As a man, I can understand what Philip felt. Yeah. He okay. He got the he got the text that said we need to talk. <laughs> dot dot dot. And he's like, Fuck. like like he would, look. That was a very uncomfortable go ride home. That was not just a. He knew he was in trouble. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's the letter. He's got days to just exactly. let it marinate. Look, and he thought he was good with the Christmas letter. Okay. <laughs> Christmas he love letter. He, he was, was scared stepping into that plane. The look, and he mm. tried to smile, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, he did the hey, boo, <laughs> hey, big head, hey, big head." <laughs> She's like, "Let's go mm. now." And you're right. The car ride was so uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Because he knew. He's like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mess up. But he did the right thing in getting rid of his friend. Yeah. Completely. Of course. Yes. There's yes. no way they would have survived or anything. No, not Their at all. Their relationship would have survived had he had just, you know, kept his playboy, playmate. Right. Yeah. And he friend. needed to show everyone else. Yeah. Like, yeah. That every, he's serious. Exactly. Like, you can't, you can't mess up, you know, whatever. there were no cell here. phones back then. Can oh, you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> what I loved also is how the ship that was pre- uh, just a few days prior was the party ship <laughs> turned into the, the uh, monastery. Okay. <laughs> so serious. They were just like, it was sad. They were like, <laughs> they got, he yeah. shaved. It was actually a departure, but you yeah. also see once again, the redemption in Philip. 
mm-hmm. something that he's grown in. This is the story of Philip the Man. Yes. So when Philip the Man goes, we see him fire his best friend, which must have been very difficult for him. You also see them at the end have a farewell to one another uh, where right. he goes in as a friend and Mike says, sir. He says, Philip. Mm. And Mike responds, mm. sir. That mm. broke my heart. That's tough. That broke my heart. You know why? Because to me it represented another goodbye for Philip. You yeah. had to say, you ain't get to say goodbye to your daddy because he done went with the mistress. Honey. Your mama went <laughs> off to the, to the, you know, to, yes. Yeah. And then your favorite sister, you know, there was, he's already experienced so many goodbyes and here's this one person that he trusted so much yeah. and right. he had, he, he didn't willingly do it. He was forced to say goodbye to this person. It's like losing all of his closest relationships. Exactly. And it's like Philip to himself, he feels like he doesn't have anything left. Right. And now he's losing one of his really good best friends that he had to because of his position in his marriage. Right. But it was a, I think it was the best for everything. It was. was. Mike was no good, no No. good. Mike was trying to live his best single life married. Mike is right. (laughs) Look, have his cake and eat it too. Mike was was a little sloppy. Look, a mess at the (laughs) end. A mess. Didn't know how to cook, didn't know how, no, house was a mess. (laughs) You miss miss Eileen, don't you? I was like, Eileen was also a center story and we see the return of Tommy. Yes, Tommy made a great mastermind. I love Tommy. (laughs) How did you guys did you, first of all, were you surprised by Tommy's return? And I, how did you see his I wasn't return? surprised, but sometimes when I see Tommy, I feel like something, not bad, but something is always shaking or... It's he's looming. Always, yes, he's yeah. always plotting he something. He makes me nervous. And I love how calm Tommy always is. And yeah. I like seeing him, but half of me, I'm like, I don't know. It's like he always knows the dirt on everyone. You know, he's that guy who's going to come to her. And he's always watching out for, obviously, the crown and Elizabeth. So you know when he pops up, Something's about to go down. Yeah. She told him, and he said, yeah. he's like, I have to protect them even from themselves. Exactly. You know, so, and like when she's seen him, she's like, either something bad is happening yeah, or. Right. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> she kind of pumped him though. She, and yeah. she was like, oh, you're still doing their dirty work and you don't even work here anymore. Yes. Like, really? Mm-hmm. So, and he, and the fact that, what I, there was a part of me not knowing this full story. I thought at some point Eileen may say, okay, you know what? Right. I'm not going to divorce my husband. And when she stepped to Tommy like that, like, no, I am standing my ground. I was like, all right, girl. She's all the way fed up. Even with the queen, she's like, yeah. no, we've been, you know, messed up for years, but I waited. Mm-hmm. And I'm not waiting right. anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm fed up. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Shout out to her. She got to her point. Yes, yes she did. <laughs> she did. She did. And that's the end of the marriage. Mm-hmm. And the scandal breaks out. And we see the foreign press jump on it. And, of course, the U.S. takes advantage of it and pushes itself as a superpower. And British is not too happy. We see a lot of all this and the culmination of all these stories. But they progress into episode four. And you think they're going to continue. But all of a sudden, we have a new story. And that story is Margaret. Love her. Love her. I love how you said this is like the Solange. Because I love when the underdog kind of wins. Exactly. Margaret, the forgotten. She sister, fun. she's definitely, we're like, oh, let's hear about her. And mm-hmm. she's a little too fun. Yeah. Uh, she's a little too fun, as yeah. we see in the picture that is in the newspaper at the mm. end of the episode. That's actually good. historically in, incorrect. Yes, like, that picture up. came out in 1967, like 10 years later. Mm-hmm. But it made the point get across to us right. that this is the new Margaret, and she is becoming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel say. her. She was dressing up as a print, you know, you know right. like a little girl princess in those pictures, and she was a full woman. Like you want yeah. to be sexy, you know? Show these shoulders. Yeah, 
Yes, I'm so drunk <laughs> at 11.30 a.m. <laughs> Look, she Margaret, drinks. A lot. A lot. But you a know lot. what's so sad? Because clearly she's depressed and she's sad and, yeah. you know, she's drunk and she's doing her thing and her, not her family, but her mom. It's like, and I feel like that's the thing now with depression where people sometimes don't recognize when someone is depressed yeah. and she's yelling, she's screaming for a cry for help. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. the position that she's in and the way her family is and her mom, she's like... Mm-mm, we gonna fix you up with another cousin. Don't you yeah, worry. Exactly. She's like, I don't want that. You gonna bounce right. back. I had a lo- yes. love of my life, and you guys kind of took that away from yeah. me. Yeah. So. I watched a documentary sense. today, and it was just saying basically that all the attention was always put on Elizabeth because yeah. they knew she could be um, queen. Uh, so Margaret was just left to do to oh. her own devices, and so no one really paid attention to her. So that's why she always acted out. Oh and even, man, I feel so bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. A month I'm allowing. not gonna lie. Well, how, the same thing we said about Philip. Sure. When I first started watching the show, I remember season one. I used to be like, okay, Margaret, like you're a baby sister. You're the princess. Right. You're living the life. You're 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 still a princess. Like get it together. Right. But as time started going on, and you started to see her depression because yeah. the love of her life was taken away from her. Yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but, and I and I joke when I say these things because right. obviously we humanize the crown human humanizes right. all these people. Right. Yeah. It humanizes them. all the characters. Yeah. But the love, love of her life comes back in the form of a new love. Mm-hmm. And that's Anthony Armstrong <laughs> Jones or Tony Armstrong, who is a sexual swinger and photographer. <laughs> and we find this out and we and, and spoiler and alert, is around the corner. And Bohemian. They get they get married. Yeah. But, yeah. In real life. Yeah. But he's the wedding photographer at the wedding. And they make a glance. Yeah. At this wedding, Margaret gets engaged somehow yeah. to Lord. Billy out of nowhere. Like, I'm like, can I have a conversation like that with a guy? I just walk up to him and be like, so we're gonna get engaged, right? Great, awesome. <laughs> that's not exactly. It wasn't he as was more. He was more the one that aggressive. That, like, yeah, do it, but and I'm she like, was like, wow. Because she was saying how she felt like she was like left on the shelf. Here yeah. she is. I think at the time she was about 29, yeah. and she still hadn't gotten married, and she was known to be the party girl about town. So, and she would often have men that she kind of kind of like hired friends that right. would come out with her. Mm. And in this documentary, it said that Margaret. Would always the the daylight would be coming up, the sunrise would be coming up when Margaret was coming. She was apart. She was left when she was out, and she wanted to live that life. Mm -hmm. She wanted to have a good time, and actually became part of the problems when she was married to Tony is that she would party all the time and of course we find out and even in the show it's brought up about his sexuality and his sexual exploits with other women and other men Mm -hmm. so he goes both ways and we kind of have a hint of that in this episode but how they get back together at the gathering when her her lady of honor who is her best friend so to speak Mm -hmm. as friendly as you can be in these situations she calls her and makes demands for a type of man after having a conversation with her mom. And she asked for three things. Not to own land, not to breed horses, not to know her mom. (laughs) Which I love. But then I felt like when she walked into the party, I think like... Margaret just wants to be seen and she kind of wants to just kind of be regular for like Elisa Knight. So when she came mm. and her friend announced her as the princess, I kind of felt bad because I'm like, I feel like she just wanted to... No, I think... Like she... Think she wants to be regular, right, and then they right. gave her an opportunity to be regular, yeah, and she, and she, and she, she was like, "Hello, no one knows me <laughs> right. here." So. Yeah. so I think like sometimes she wants to be regular, and I think you're right. Like when the attention is taken away from her, yeah. she gets a little confused, and she's like, "Wait, what's happening?" Right. But like at that moment, she's like, "The princess." Yeah. Like mm. right, maybe she just wanted to be a little low key. Maybe that's just me. Actually, I think she, she was taken she, aback yeah. by yeah. the fact yeah. that no one cared. I think the idea right. of being mm. like low key right. appealed to her, but then when it happened, she was like, "Oh no, this is not for me." And 
yeah. in this in what I um, was reading today, that's it was the same thing with with group Captain Townsend. Like she could have married him, right? But she would have had to give up the throne. That's and what everything. I read. She was and not that's about what to do pissed that. me off about yeah. her a little exactly. bit when I read that. Like you could have married him and lived your life. You guys would have been common folk, I guess, and right. you would have right. you know your title would have been taken away from you. Yeah, sure. So then I'm like, all right, Margaret. Right. And something said that she pro- they probably would have divorced anyway because she was the party girl and he right. was an older guy that liked to stay at home. He already had two kids, so mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have worked out yet. But um, maybe she anyway. wouldn't have become the party girl. Once Can't turn a bad girl good, but once a good girl bad. <laughs> they say you can't make a whole housewife, so. Uh, I don't know, because there's a lot of there's women lot out of here making hoes into housewives. <laughs> husbands all the time, you know? But. There's a lot of housewives. And, <laughs> and she definitely becomes enamored with the photographer. Yeah. Yes. Who she forgets mm-hmm. but kind of remembers and then right. automatically remembers meeting or glancing at, at the wedding. Or was that That's part of her, her game? No, like, I think no. she was like... She didn't really remember him? Oh. She was like, oh, it's you. It's oh, you. hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, she felt, and he charms her at the table and they continue this conversation and she already feels something. Yes. So we see a contrast because in the beginning, after the breakup with Billy, and we saw that go horribly wrong, oh, Billy is drawn into a duel and yeah. he gets injured. I can't uh, with Billy. And, no. and just straight tells, I was just straight tells Margaret, <laughs> was no. uh, straight tells Margaret, I cheated on you because now I'm getting attention from girls. And I don't know what and, to do with she's, it. Now that's hell hath no fury because yeah. she scorns him. Her comeback was amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. She said, people like you don't get to insult people like me. <laughs> that's so real. I'm going to be Hello. using that. She said, this yeah. is the yeah. look that every woman for the next 40 years it's is going to give you. you. I'm like, I mean, girl, if you don't come through with the answer, I'm pretty sure my ex texts me that. <laughs> this is exactly okay. the worst. I was though. taking notes. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I'm going to text this to the yeah, next. For no reason. For no like, reason. Like, you're just going to bust out with yeah. it. Like, this is a face you're going to remember. I think I'm getting shirts and cups made. Yes. <laughs> so we see that lead to the breakup, which is how the dinner comes about. Now we see the exact flip side of the flip of who Billy is and Tony. Right. What do you guys overall think of Tony? I think that he is somebody that appeals to her because he's kind of like the bad boy. He's unconventional. Yeah. It's like a wild hair, you know, that she's just like, let's explore this because it's something different that I haven't really been through. I don't think he's necessarily good good for her. Um, but, you know, spoiler, they get married. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of what she needed at that point in her life. Yeah. And it was something different, and it was something that she could kind of latch onto at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she could be a rebel again because exactly. her yes. relationship previously was rebellious. Here she goes again with another re- rebellious relationship with a man with a motorcycle. Right. He brought mm. her to the other side of town. He has this bohemian. He's an artist. Yeah, you yeah. know the, all these bohemian friends, and then he, even even his living space was right. unconventional. Um, so I think I, I like him for her. He does allow her to be. More free. Yeah, yeah, there's a freedom right. that he allows, and that's why they work. Their their right. their rebellious spirits work yes. together. See, I think they work together as dating and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know about when they get married. Sure, right. I read some. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last ten, ten years, <laughs> yeah. I do know that. But yes. I, I, I'm, yeah. to play devil's advocate and okay. to just be my real opinion, okay. I hate Margaret and I hate him. <laughs> what? I hate him for Margaret, Blasphemy. and I'm like fall into place because you are part of this bigger picture. Yeah. and mm. I I always will believe in the greater cause. So I will always see that as this is the crown. You know what you represent. You know this is the sacrifice that you have to make to be a part of this family that you did not want to give up when you had the chance Mm -hmm. because you knew better. So since you know better, 
I don't, and I do like that she's very human and mm-hmm. drinks and she's listening to Ella Fitzgerald, and right. just, which is probably rebel music at that time. It was like pop music at the it time. It was. Yeah. And then when she, after she comes home from the meeting with Tony, she looks like she just had, and this is in the in the space after the photography meeting, she right. looks like she had the best sex ever. Yeah. Yeah. Was on the flamingos yeah. And was just like smoking. Or that <laughs> whole, woo! it was yeah. so scene before ride. where she's depressed and she's crying and she's kicking over oh, the furniture right. and she comes home and she's like, so on one and she feels like like you just said like she had really great sex and you see the contrast between her and her sister and I thought that was pretty interesting Mm -hmm. as well and I'm like you know what Margaret I'm here for this moment I don't know if I mean of course they get married but I think he's dangerous Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes some people need that but as the marriage goes on incredibly dangerous he invites her (laughs) over and it felt very 50 50 shades of grey she goes to the photo shoot it was shot so well like the change every time they the the color of the room changes it was like a change in their emotions and it heightened the sexual tension and And I loved it there was like a dance going on between them there was and he gets her to show her in herself by negging her by saying you don't know who you are Mm. and then brings up Peter Townsend mm. which I and, and went and yeah. that in and then just start snapping away and he's like got it doesn't even he's make like, it look like doesn't look through the viewfinder nothing and he's just like that's a shot and I thought she yeah. was gonna stay and have sexy time I but do. she left that's what I'm saying she yeah. kind of knows her she knows she's playing him yeah, and he's right. playing her in a way Definitely. Did she leave though? Because she got on that motorcycle and they recklessly cut off and she got home. Yes. And that's one thing about Margaret that we notice is that she is reckless. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I forget they got into an accident. I mean, because she is a princess. Right. But then at that moment, because she kind of reminds me of Philip, where you have two people who feel like they're trapped. Trapped. Yeah. And they feel like they're in prison and they're two rebels. And sometimes I'm like, Philip, you need to relax. And I say the same thing for Margaret. But then sometimes. I enjoy them, you know, rebelling a little bit. And I know that, you know, they're part of this family, but they feel like they're trapped. So I I enjoyed the moment between her and her new beau, Mm -hmm. (laughs) her future Mm -hmm. husband. But then as I thought about it, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, of course they got married in real life, but I'm like, obviously... No, this is a great pair because she wasn't prepared for the real outside life with Peter Townsend. Right. So I'm like, are you really prepared for this wild life? And we will find world? out in further episodes. Yes. We do see a stark mm-hmm. contrast between her relationship with Tony and Philip and Elizabeth's continuing failing marriage, where they are boring, <sighs> they sleep in separate beds yeah. at times. Mm-hmm. It's just very. The love seems like it's gone. Do you but, think the love will come back? I, I don't. I, do. I think so I because do. when he made yeah. that speech at dinner and he called her Little Beth, he called her yeah. my queen, my wife. You could see that he knew all sides of her. And when he said, yeah. you know, you know your spouse better than they know themselves, right? That means he's not just like living there. He's observing yeah. her and he's studying her. And I think you only do that if you love someone. So I think the love is still there. I think the love is still I think there. Come back. Absolutely. I mean. She doesn't really have a choice. And she wants more kids. So right. it's like, you know. Some love and Yeah. Like you said, there's it's no divorce it. going on it. in here. We're not no divorce going on in here. And Philip knows all sides of Elizabeth. Yeah. And we'll and find out if him. we learn more sides of Elizabeth as well. Yeah. If people want to find more sides of you, where Ooh. can they find you? They can find me on all social media at Alina Vision. And that's Vision with two S's. That's right. Yes. You guys can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. And you can find me at Say Hi Sahai. That's S A Y H I 
T-S-A-H-A-I. And of course, I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran, all across the social atmosphere. Thank you so much for being with us each and every day, because the Netflix just puts it all out. <laughs> Check us out right here with The Crown. We're talking about it. We're yes. li- I feel like I'm living it. At this Seriously. Point. Yes. I'm yes. living a lifetime with The Crown. So thank you so much. Episodes five and six are next. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. 